0: Engineers, welcome to Apply Dungeoneering, the D&D 5e actual play podcast that just flew in from Chicago, and boy, are our arms tired. (laughs) I'm Josh, the Dungeon Master, and I'm joined as always by my friends and co-hosts tonight. We have Daniel here. His arms are actually strong enough to soar through the air. Oh yeah, ready for takeoff. (laughs) He's gone. He flew away. Okay. Well, Janelle's here too. She's just as buff as Daniel, so she can fly as well. It's like they say, birds of a feather.
1: Uh, uh yeah, part of what you just heard, he was pretending to fly, but I was actually just tossing him into it the air.
2: Um, I can't get I can't get down. Yeah, you're gonna. I'm scared. It's really high. I can't
1: get down. I accidentally threw him into a tree. Stop the bit. Ah! And now he's down. (laughs) So he'll be joining us momentarily after our neighbors Uh... come and shoot us. Um...
3: (laughs) It's almost goose season, so I mean.
0: Well, speaking of geese, Nate's here. And uh, he's tall enough. I think just I think he's just as effective walking as flying due to his long legs.
4: I know it's a great blessing to be able to just stride ahead of everyone else. The only problem is I have to get like this massive lower back pain due to having to look down upon all the world's inhabitants. It's quite annoying.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I remember in college, it was always hard to keep up with you because you were just speed demon. You're just like, I've got long legs.
1: Yeah, he and Joel, you just can't walk by him, especially when you're the shortest one in the group, and they just kind of go, and you're like, well, we'll eventually catch up with them." because I don't feel like running today, but that's all, that's all good.
4: <laughs> I'm just concerned about your guys' health back in undergrad. I just wanted to make sure you guys got a good workout, got your daily steps in, got your heart rate up.
1: I had to walk <laughs> up and down that hill uh, by the stadium multiple times a day. My health was fine. <laughs> <laughs> mm.
0: Well, anyway... Joel's here as well, and uh, I think he'd rather just take an airplane.
4: Yeah, it's so relaxing not having to like wave your arms around or take steps. You're just sitting in a chair. Uh, the only the only thing you know is what's the deal with airplane food, right?
3: <laughs> oh no!
5: Damn
2: <laughs> uh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Are you okay? <laughs> no,
2: I just fell from a tree, and Joel told a funny joke. I'm not okay. Oh,
1: Bless you. Oh,
2: that's fair. That's fair. <laughs> I want to hurt you so bad, but you're so far away. Well, speaking of jokes,
0: finally we have AJ. Aw. <laughs>
1: You'd
0: I've... probably refer to Hang Glide or something ridiculous like that, or maybe even go
3: scuba diving instead. <laughs> well yeah i'd love to go hang gliding (laughs) no i I, i've never been hang gliding but that would be amazing i think that'd be like super like adrenaline junkie it just it sounds ridiculous although i highly recommend scuba for anybody who's willing and able it's so cool it's it's seriously one of my favorite things to do
0: i don't think so
1: yeah how's that scuba diving scene in indiana
3: Actually, better than you would think, honestly. There's a lot of like old quarries and, and lakes and there's stuff. There's some Lots really there.
0: big puddles you can jump into.
3: Like, really big ones.
4: Mm. It's almost like there's one of the largest lakes in the world, not too far.
3: Well, not in Indiana. Well, I guess technically it's Indiana.
0: Indiana <laughs> borders it.
3: Yeah, AJ. No. <laughs> we is have Indiana a national shore. All right, fine.
0: <laughs> well, anyway... How are you guys all doing this week? This week? My leg. Uh,
4: this week is satisfactory.
0: It's always good to hear. Yeah. Mine was satisfactory as well.
2: Good. Mine was satisfactory as well. Oh, God.
0: Ass well. Do you need to go see a doctor?
2: <laughs> yeah, because I fell off of a tree. Oh, my God. I hate this bit
1: now. Move on.
2: <laughs> is
0: that Cause, it Cause I ask this, <laughs> <question, laughs> this question every week and no one ever has an answer for it
3: it's, hard to follow well, it's not up, my Daniel. fault my,
4: and yeah. it's not my fault my life is uninteresting Josh <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah and it's not my fault the trees are really tall around here stop so, so. it
1: Ah. <sighs> uh.
0: Well fine, fine. This is the start of a new chapter in the show. Maybe I'll just stop asking you guys how you're doing. I'm just I'm gonna pretend like I don't care how you guys are doing.
2: Yeah. That's that sounds great. It's time to turn a new leaf.
0: Please. We already start. did the tree joke, Daniel. We did that like a few episodes ago. Stop it. I'm tired of your shit.
2: You guys are a couple of saps, you know
1: that. What? what this is what he's this is what he's not... clung on to now. So this is what we have to deal with. I'm pining for attention. Yep. There it is. It's going to keep going.
2: (laughs) All righty. Well,
0: before we dive in and cover Daniel with sticky, sticky sap, I'm going to give us a quick recap of what happened last episode. And then we will jump back into our adventure. So last episode, we wrapped up chapter one of the Gods of the Mind campaign. So you guys got a reading from Lady Hecti, where she delved into your Pasts using her divination power and kind of used that to look into your futures to point you in the right direction to unravel your tangled destinies, or however she put it, because you're so intertwined with each other now. So, you guys saw some visions, you saw this massive stone structure that resembles a doorway carved out of stone, and Lady Hecate told you to head to the Mier's kingdom, specifically to its capital, the city of Alcina, because it is near this strange ruin. And she thinks that that will basically move your destinies forward or move the story along. If you want a more meta example,
5: <laughs>
0: but also Mr. Smills made another appearance and appeared to Theo and, and taunted him for a little while before disappearing from view. So we're gonna jump back into the action. It is the next morning. All of you are sitting down in the dining area of the Marble Throne, probably for the last time because Laszlo has packed everything up for you. You're ready to leave and you're all sitting around the table Fio, Vez, Gunner, Aegon, Jasper, Fergus, and Laszlo, with Master the Cat curled up on uh, Jasper's lap and Tuo trying to snag food from Fio's plate, because Fio is not really paying attention to his food. He's more concerned about something else.
3: I, I feel like Fio would see that as a, a dire enough situation. I think... During that night, he would have like roused somebody to like check the halls, see where he went, because he's not sure if he like left this entire area, if he's still like in the castle or anything. So I think everybody's aware of what happened, but Theo really just not having it and just not in the mood for food, which is very off for him.
2: That's that's for sure. Yeah, hey, uh, but that, what's wrongs there, big guy? I I know that we
5: that we know he's not here. And I know that there's nothing we can do about it, but I just... I... I thought he was dead, and I... I don't like this one bit, Gunner.
2: Well, there's nothing you can do about it now, Fio. He is back, but we know that we can take him down, so all we have to do is do it again.
1: And then, on top of that, we will burn the body so there's nothing for him to come back with.
5: I... Uh- I hope so Yes,
1: because cutting his head off apparently didn't do enough And then we'll bury it somewhere deep So even if he somehow does come back He'll have to dig his way out on top of that
2: And you you know what, Theo? Actually, you you know what? Jasper, can can you bring people back to life?
4: I will say this If you can, I'd like to meet that person
2: I, I say, we kill him And then we bring him back to life And then we kill him again just to teach him a lesson.
3: <laughs> Theo chuckles at that a little bit, but he's, he's still uh, within himself. He, he's just, he's, he's a bit distraught. It's, it's one of those few times where something's just really gotten to him and he, he's having a hard time processing it.
0: Yeah, and uh, Laszlo butts in. He says, Well, Theo, if it makes you feel any better, mm. we will never have to deal with him again because now we are moving on to pursue our own destinies, and we are not going to do anything to get in his way because he is out of our hair now, and we don't need to worry about it, and we don't need to go on any more adventures. We just have our own things to do now, and he looks very resolute.
1: <laughs> Mazlo, um, I think we probably um, maybe forgot to mention, um, we, did get our, we did get our readings. From Lady Hecate, and um, I'm pretty sure we're going to be seeing uh, him more, maybe. And he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh yeah, how'd it go?" And he uh,
0: grabs a some of the bacon off of Vio's plate. If, he, if you don't, I don't think you're gonna eat
5: that. And... Um, he, it was he horrible. Piece. It was
1: a horrible experience. <laughs> I did not like it at all.
5: Yes, it was very
4: traumatic, Laszlo. You're lucky that you weren't there.
1: Oh, I'm sure. I'm sure, and he's starting
0: to cut up his bacon.
1: He's mad, and he's super mad. <laughs> he's very petty and very mad. Oh.
0: So he's like, uh, "So yeah, where uh, where are we off to then?"
2: Um, <clears throat> Josh, can I can I butt in real quick? Yeah. Um, did we ever get those papers signed by Lady Hecate? I'm presuming you did those off screen. Okay, so our, our, basically our new our, our new home is uh, all, all the paperwork's done. Yes. Okay. So Gunnar's going to pull out the paperwork um, to show Aslo and say, well, first of all, we are going to check out our brand new home. Look at that. Homeowners are ready. Isn't that nice? Oh, yeah, that's
0: great. And he leans in and he drops his fork and he stares at it. And he looks up at you and he says, Alcina. Yeah, and we're going that way anyway. Isn't that so perfect? And his, his face starts to go pale.
1: Oh no. Uh. Is there something wrong, last No! <laughs> There's definitely something wrong because I don't think I've ever heard you hit that high of a note before except when you were getting hit and you were in pain.
0: Uh.
1: I can't really go back to Alcina. What did you do? I'll leave with uh,
4: you then. Let's get the wagon. <laughs> oh my
5: god. <laughs> J- Jasper, there, is there
0: no other place we can go? I would much rather not be seen there.
1: I mean, there's some spells for that, and um, we could just dress you up all different. <sighs>
0: and you just kind of listen sinks down onto the table and folds his arms and puts his face in his
4: arms. So you're asking him to go through a life of hiding while he's in the city?
1: It's pretty cold. Vez just <laughs> turns and looks at him. Yeah, I can't imagine how hard that would be with your entire <laughs> life hidden from the world. I Screw know. Off, Jasper. <laughs> Laszlo, you'll be fine.
4: <laughs> except some of us can't change it, Will.
1: You have a ring that allows you to do that. Your point is still invalid. <laughs> I guess
4: the only thing to do
0: is to hand Laszlo the ring. And uh, he's like, I, "I appreciate that Jasper, but you bought it and it's yours. I guess I'll think of something."
1: Well, maybe you do, they maybe they your... won't
0: maybe they won't recognize me.
1: What did you do, Laszlo? We need to know.
0: No, it's more I had a major falling out with my family. Oh. And I'd prefer not to see any of them again.
4: Laszlo, does that mean you're from a well-to-do family in the area and they're looking for you?
5: Yes. Oh. Hey, Aegon, how'd you get that, like, on the first try? What, what was that?
4: It was a lucky guess for you. I've seen this thing many a time before. Laszlo, I'm sure it'll all work out. I can even help you if you if you want.
0: If if you say so, Eagon, I want to trust you. Well,
5: he would never lie to you, like, ever. Of course. Oh my god.
1: <laughs> I mean, no one's seen him lie so far, so I don't know why you would worry about it.
2: <laughs> yeah, come on. If you can't even trust Aegon's, then who can you trust? You could trust me.
1: I guess that is technically <laughs> another option. If you don't want to trust Aegon, you could trust Technically another Jasper. option.
4: That's right. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, I trust each and every one of you.
4: I trust only Laszlo and uh, (laughs) Aegon.
1: That's probably fair, yeah.
0: So while you guys are sitting there talking about who you can trust and who you can't trust, uh, uh, Theo hears a familiar voice behind him say, Hey, adventurers! How you doing? (laughs) Oh, no. And you all turn around, and you see Farmer Trevor Uh. is uh, standing uh, at your table with a cheerful look on his face. Word around town is that you got rid of the changelings.
4: All but Lady Hecate. <laughs> Jasper, you can't say that. What? Sorry. It's not true. I, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I know, I know. I shouldn't say anything that we know and the others don't know.
5: No, that's not, what are you <laughs> no, doing, Jasper? You can't
0: say that. He, he looks at He looks at Gunner and he says,
2: is, is this true? No, he—he's just pulling your leg. Anyway, uh, v- v- what's up, dirtbag? Can I help you? Oh. What? No, I'm sorry. I—I said it's nice to see you. Can—can can I help?
0: Well, yeah, I—I I wanted to come and, and thank you for uh, taking care of the menace. You know, it's good to see that. Uh, you know, you were—you were very successful with it, and obviously didn't have any negative repercussions. Uh, me and the—me and the other guys got like twenty lashings for starting that mob. Let me tell oh. you that
2: hurts well, you did try to kill a boy so Makes it was sense. a changeling D- D- Eva, Eva's a boy but sure it was a uh, changeling who looked like a boy
1: Vez is like I'm gonna since we didn't say how we were sitting on the bench she just like tries to vary as not suspiciously as possible like like kind of put her arm around uh Fergus and like kind of pull him in in like a protective way like if uh, Trevor tries anything she will straight up Punch him in the face
0: <laughs> yeah, and He looks over at uh, Fergus and he, uh, he Says so how's it feel To to be uh, freed From the changeling's prison <laughs> And uh, Fergus is like Um great They saved me from the evil changeling Yeah <laughs> And he gives a weak thumbs up Yeah I, I know how it feels It's It sucks they're vicious Creatures horrible deceitful to the core
3: (laughs) Theo's gonna stand up uh, after that he's gonna then turn around very slowly and say thank you farmer Trevor for
5: coming in to thank us we are happy to help we have
3: to do some planning I think you should go and starts physically trying to usher him out just like turning him around and uh, like just one hand on his back just kind of pushing slowly
0: Wait, wait, I have, a, I, ow, ow, my back, it hurts.
2: No, Don't I've got, i got a well, gift, I've got a gift for you. A gift? Gunner pipes up. Oh my Ooh, God. But what kind of gift? Is it money? Gunner, Gunner scampers on over. <laughs> Gold, jewels, but what do you have?
0: And, uh, he hands you something that looks vaguely like a war axe that's been wrapped up in cloth.
3: What in the world? What, <laughs> what,
0: what, what is, what is that? It's uh, my mother's axe. Oh, what? where do, do you? My mother is my mother is an elf from uh, from torn She actually lives there now, um, after my father died. Um, but she left this, and I really haven't used it for much. But it's uh, well, here, here, uh, unwrap it.
3: Is he giving it to Theo or Gunnar? Uh, Gunner.
2: Oh, okay. G-
3: Gunner tears the the uh, wrapping <laughs> my
0: God. off. So this. This this war axe has a beautifully carved wooden handle with, like, leaves uh, carved into it. Like, beautiful inset designs. And the blade is made out of an incredibly strange material. It's kind of this dark green, kind of jade-colored material that, like, when you feel it, it feels like incredibly smooth, glassy stone. But like when you t- touch it and move it, like it seems like it has the strength of steel. And he says, Ah, this uh, this axe is made out of auricalsem. It's a special special element only found in the Great Calamity, the center of Hammerill. And uh, they say its properties allow you to overcome the the resistant of resistance of aberrant creatures from outside of this world, like changelings."
2: <laughs> gunner kind of grins to himself and he um he, he he strokes it he strokes the axe and he said wow the craftsmanship is the um <clears throat> is the strength of the material you know trevor if there's one thing i can say about you is that your mom has a nice axe <laughs> <laughs> Yep, yeah, there it is and he, he's completely, he
0: goes over his head and he's like, yeah, it is actually very, very fine. It's like an heirloom, but I can't use it for anything. And it's literally priceless in the sense that I can, I can never sell it to anybody. But I figured you could use it on your journeys as you head out to kill more
2: changelings. Yep. Well, too heavy. Here you go, Feo, And gunner like, t- like hot potatoes <laughs> it over to Fio. Well, well, hold on,
3: hold on. Is it like a hand axe, Josh, or is it like a two handed, like giant axe?
0: It's like a war axe. Like you can wield it in one hand for one d eight damage, battle or two handed for that's a battle axe. Okay.
3: Oh, okay, gotcha. Because they, they had like like smaller hand axes that were that that you could use for battle as well. I didn't that's know what the scale was.
0: Yeah. No, yeah, it's just called hand. Okay, yeah. So battle battle axe then.
3: Cool. Well, holy crap! It feel like that off off center. Like catches it. Oh, okay. Um, and he he looks back to Trevor and says,
5: uh, "Farmer Trevor, I." I don't know what to say. I, I, we really appreciate this. We'll probably use this for, for, not necessarily changelings or things. There's lots more types of aberrant creatures. I, I presume. And I, I, I just seriously thank you. Um, we're we're happy we saved your life. No
0: problem, changeling slayer.
5: Nope, that's 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 a a bump on the bump on the shoulder. Maybe just, like, you know, justice server or 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 avenging person. And he, he raises his mug and yells to the bar, All
0: hail the changeling slayers! And we didn't... the entire bar, like, raises their mugs.
2: <laughs> oh, no.
5: All hail the changeling <laughs>
2: slayers! I think Gunnar gets... I... <laughs> I think Gunnar gets too into it, and he kind of just automatically does it. And he's like, "Oh no, no, no! I didn't mean that! No, no, I'm sorry." Gunnar, what the heck, Gunnar? I mean, uh, no, no, I, I just mean no. It, it wasn't. Oh god, I'm sorry.
1: She just doesn't move. Like when he like slips and like sort of, she just like kind of freezes and is like, Fergus. She still has like her arm sort of protectively around. She is like. If he like nails like the whole thing, like he's probably when she removes her arm, we'll have like nail like she is squeezing. And it's like, I don't even know if Fergus knows she's a changeling, but he may have some questions after this. But yeah, he's
0: <laughs> like he's like oh, v- Vez, that That's that's a little tight. Are you are you being mean again?
1: Nope. That hurts. I, I'm sorry, and she just she's like she's just, lets just go. into you.
3: Oh my god. <laughs>
1: she, the, mur- the murderous gaze of this that she gives Jasper has never been seen before and may never be seen again, but if looks could kill Jasper would have be literally just ashes right you now. You
4: just look at Jasper's eyes and you see this big smile and grin go across <laughs> his face What a
3: shit. She turns
1: to Fergus, if you ever hit on me I will break your arm. And, and turns back and just faces forward. He,
0: and he just has wow. a thousand yard stare. As he's just staring forward in fear.
2: <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor boy.
4: Don't worry, Ferguson. She do... usually collapses every now and then. He
2: didn't <laughs> do
3: anything. Oh, that's, that's evil. Because she goes down in all her fights.
1: You know what? I think I'm going to... Then she just gets up and doesn't finish her sentence and goes to the bar.
0: Okay, so as you turn around, you see something that stops you in your tracks and makes you stumble backwards because right in front of you is the face of a hissing cockatrice, and you stumble backwards and hit the table before you realize that it is the taxidermied head of the cockatrice (laughs) that you guys killed and is being carried (laughs) <laughs> by Vasya, the dwarven goat goat her, uh, dwarven goat herder. Oh, hello, Vez.
1: Um, hello. Uh, um, what's doing with that?
0: Oh, what well, after you avenged my dear Billy Sparky, I, uh, <laughs> I had them taxidermy the
1: head, uh, and I thought you might want it. Uh, oh, um.
0: And it is a very, very well done taxidermy.
1: Thank, thank you. Um, and she just kind of takes it because she doesn't know what else to do right now.
5: <laughs> oh my goodness. it's really
0: cool. They
1: made it so that so that the eyes look like they're always looking at you. <laughs> I I see that it is uh, it is whoever you had do this did it did an amazing job. It is great. Um, thank you. And she like turns around and uh sets it gingerly on the table and he's like, look, look what we, look what we got.
2: (laughs) He's like trying to pretend
1: to be excited about it in front of this lady. She literally, she does not know what to do right now. Like, (laughs) all the emotions, that is what Bez has.
4: Yeah, and I think whenever he sees it, Aegon's like, hands tighten around the table reflexively
0: <laughs> I like to think he falls out of his chair
4: <laughs> oh, oh my uh, goodness ah! <laughs> oh, it's, it's lovely uh, thank you very much
0: yes I wanted to, wanted to make sure I repaid you even more for everything you've done for this town so thank you and with that she kind of looks around and shuffles away <laughs> she looks that's a little
3: amazing. embarrassed but <laughs> I, think, I think Vio gets back it's like
5: whoa where did that come from cool look at it it's like it's watching me
1: isn't that weird guys Vez like uh, stand, like <laughs> turns back around uh, and just walks away again this time hopefully <laughs> not running into any taxidermy <laughs> to animals that have almost killed her multiple times <laughs>
3: <laughs> that's amazing
0: and then, uh, Laszlo finally rouses himself and says, well, that was very kind of them. <laughs> yeah. So, uh. Regardless, I think I have lost my appetite entirely. And I think it is time we wrap up anything else that you need to wrap up.
2: And then we'll head out. Oh, yeah. One more thing. And Gunner goes and stabs Farmer Trevor. <laughs> oh, no, <laughs> oh, no. No, no, do he it. Does, <laughs> he, he does not do that. He does not do that. <laughs> Got oh. tie of loose ends, oh, eh? Actually, oh, mail, we... the changeling. <laughs> <laughs> no, actually, there is one more thing I have to do. And Gunner spins around twice, and the clipboard is magically in his hand. Oh his no! His chin seems noticeably larger for some reason. <sighs> he he wants to walk up to the barkeep at the um at the the marble throne. It says. Hey, this is Auditor Dan Ferg. How are you doing today? Get out of here! No, 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 no. Hang on, hang on, hang on. I just wanted to let you know, today. And Gunner scribbles something on the uh, on a piece of paper on the clipboard, rips it off. You get an A plus.
0: Well, thank you, but I didn't change anything.
2: Well, just shows that uh, when Dan Ferg's around, everything is all right, no matter what. That made lots of sense. Anyway, I'm going to go now. Oh, okay. <laughs> and Gunner r- runs away drops the <laughs> and He turns back, into the Gunner's like, okay, well, I-, I did what I had to do. I- it-, it was an obligation. I, ca- I feel like I kind of started something, and, you, you know, so- some when you start something, you have to finish it. You know what I mean? He's explaining this to the group. Oh, okay. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, no, makes
5: sense, makes sense, cause otherwise he would he wouldn't know if he was able to to, to keep serving and, and that's one of those iffies that could that could ruin a business. So you know what, Gunnar, I'm
2: I'm proud of you. That's growth. Yeah, well I had to do something, cause I stole a lot of cheese from the basement, so like Gunner! I felt like I had to compensate but I- I'm I'm just saying, there's so lots of cheese I was literally in a pile of cheese. I some of it just happened to fall in my pocket, like several several
0: handfuls. Lazo's like, uh, and yeah, actually, I, I did steal a couple bottles of fine wine. Gu-
5: guys, what do you do? You can't steal.
0: That's that's wrong. Shh, 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 shh. Hey, he's got Fio. rats in the basement.
2: Fio, did- Fio, listen, listen. <laughs> shh, 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 shh. And and he put, and he, and he, put, he puts his finger over Theo's mouth. Quiet your sweet sweet lips. <laughs> oh and God. he pulls out a piece of cheese. Fromage, and he sticks it right in Fia's. <laughs> <laughs> oh,
5: wow, this is
2: actually really good. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah, you like it, don't you?
5: Not gonna be being weird. Not um, gonna
2: <laughs> I want to leave. I don't want to be here
5: anymore. All right, so
0: you guys pack up everything, and you leave Laszlo and Fergus to. Uh, fin- do the final preparations to get everything ready to go. But while they're doing that, you guys are now freed up to go revisit the shop between worlds.
5: Woo! Oh, I'm so Lady Hecti
0: gifted you guys more coinage to spend there. Yeah, so I got a lot perhaps of perhaps we should skedaddle over there. Alrighty, so you guys all make your way to this back alley in the town and you search until you find the mysterious doorway and you push through and walk into the old, dusty, stuffed shop between worlds. Hint of Cinnamon hits you like a punch in the nose as you walk through the door and then your ears are assaulted by a resounding Hello, you dirty little vagrants. I see you've returned to my shop. It's only been a few days. Where'd you get the money? Did you steal? Thief? <laughs> <Beef? laughs> Never no. mind. I don't want to know the answer. We, we, uh, okay. And the shopkeep appears from out of nowhere behind Theo. And you feel their taloned hands on your shoulders as the nine-foot-tall figure with a massive wizard's hat uh, peers down at you from behind. So what'll it be today? Perhaps oh, you've come boy. to make a bargain. Oh, oh boy. Um. And you look up and you just see the the two red dots of his eyes and the and the sharp teeth of his big grin and the black void that surrounds everything else.
3: Fio is is shaking. He's never felt so small before, and he's he does he just doesn't know that do. he's 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 stopped cold.
2: Um, uh, um, uh, yeah, don't be. Come on, don't don't be such a scaredy cat, Fio. And and Gunnar is like uncontrollably <laughs> shaking his knees. Yeah, like suddenly
0: you don't know how he moved so fast. He's behind Gunnar, and he's like, "So have you come to trade your soul?"
2: Oh God. Gunner passes out
0: <laughs> He passes out and the uh, the coat rack Bends down to catch him before he hits the ground
2: Oh, uh, uh, thank you I feel, I feel a, a little bit clammy uh, The coat rack oh. says, no problem <laughs> <laughs> And there's just a
0: tiny little face on it
2: <laughs> No, not a tiny face
5: <laughs>
3: That's amazing
5: uh, we, we just wanted to oh, peruse. Um, is that okay? Oh, God.
0: Well, then, peruse all you'd like. See if there's anything that interests you.
3: Uh-huh.
2: <laughs> Don't cry, my sweet boy. Don't cry. No, the shop him, is probably my favorite character
0: of all time. <laughs> I love <laughs> this
3: character. He's <laughs> almost more terrifying than, <laughs> than Smills. No, he is more terrifying than smells. (laughs) That's it. All right.
1: Okay, so while uh, Fio and Gunnar are being traumatized, uh, Vez, remembering last time, is going to go back up to the bargain bin because she found some neat things in there, I think, last time, so. So
0: yeah, Vez walks up to this large pot. It's about three feet wide, set up against the basically clerk's desk that the shopkeep usually stands behind. And it's got the, the swirling green and blue designs and that big sinister smile on its front. And she looks in, and I will need everyone to give me a D100 roll.
2: Ooh. Mm-hmm. Oh, boy. I rolled a 400 for some reason?
1: <laughs> I got a 21.
2: I got an 85. I. 14.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whoa, what?
4: I. I got a 70. I got a 50.
0: All righty. So you guys look in, and there's some very interesting items in there. Vez is looking in, and off to the side in this bin, she sees this really cool-looking cloak. It's called the Cool Cloak. And while you're wearing this cloak, you can use your bonus action to say the command word, which is awesome to make the cloak billow dramatically. And while this cloak is billowing, you have advantage on intimidation checks. So it's kind of a cool item. And there's a little discount tag on it that says two odes and the two is crossed out and it says one ode. The next item you see is actually an item submitted by a listener called the Gutenberg. This item was submitted by Brian. Thank you, Brian. This item requires attunement by a wizard. This spellbook has a well-worn black cover with the image of a raven embossed into it. Uh, While you are attuned to the Gutenberg, you gain a plus one bonus to spell attack rolls and to the saving throw DCs of your wizard spells that are cast using this spellbook. Additionally, when you use your arcane recovery feature, you can increase the number of spell slots you regain by one. Also, you can use your action to speak the command word, which is squawk, to cause the book to transform into a large, molted black bird made of paper and leather that will perch on your shoulder and act as a spellcasting focus for your wizard spells without requiring you to hold it in your hand. Speaking the command word again causes it to revert back to a spell book. Mm. While it's in the bird form... The Gutenberg offers helpful advice and tips to spellcasters around it, especially to the caster to whom it is attuned. The encyclopedic knowledge of this book halves the time and gold you would spend to copy a spell into it, regardless of its school of magic. Wow. However, this does not affect the cost of spells that are already halved due to wizard class features. And there's a note on it that says five odes. It's crossed out and it says 3 odes and it's crossed out again and it says 2 odes. <laughs> damn, you better
2: get that book, Nate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> the next item is the well it's all It's really funny cuz Nate just gave away his second ode. Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> he damn. returned it. So the next item is the useful pet rock. <laughs> oh my god. This small inanimate stone is the size of a clenched fist. And it comes with a small rock habitat. The pet rock has three charges, represented by three glowing runes on it. Hitting a creature with this rock expends one of the charges and deals 1d4 damage to that creature, but then immediately heals them for 2d4 2d4 points of damage if they have at least one hit point. All charges return at the end of a long rest, provided you feed it with some pebbles.
1: I love yeah, that.
0: It has a very long tag that says 50 odes crossed out 25 odes crossed out 12 6 3 1 Next item is the net of mending. This one was submitted by Jody. Thank you Jody This lightweight net is made of a strange braided material called nylon fiber and it is extremely strong You can use your action to speak the command word and toss the net over a creature that is dying. The net tightens around them and closes their wounds and stops the flow of blood, causing them to immediately stabilize. And the strength of the net negates any further damage dealt to this creature until they they regain at least one hit point. The magical effect does not affect creatures with one or more hit points. After use, the net cannot be used for one week, as it regenerates its magical power during this time. It can still be used as a normal net during this time, and if it is broken or damaged, it repairs itself after one day. And this one has two odes, and it's crossed out down to one ode. Hmm. And then the fifth item is the Portobello Porthole Bell. And it took me until today to realize that Portal Bell is a play on Portobello. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, (laughs) man. So this item was submitted by Sarah. Thank you, Sarah. This item consists of a wooden bell with mushrooms carved into it, along with a dusty pouch containing five pinches of mushroom spores. Sprinkling a pinch into a five-foot-wide circle on a surface that mushrooms could feasibly grow on such as soil, a damp cave, or soft wood, will cause a ring of brightly colored portobello mushrooms to grow after one hour. If two such circles have been formed this way, ringing the bell near the ring will activate the mushrooms, causing any creature that steps into one mushroom circle to immediately appear in the other mushroom circle. So basically it's a long-range teleport, and you have to do it within six seconds. If two or more of these rings already exist, the user may dispel existing circles of their choice when planting the spores, which restores a pinch of spores back into the pouch so it's reusable. If there are three or more circles in this fungal network, ringing the bell will open a connection between the closest mushroom circle and a random one within the network. And this one is priced at 20 odes, Crossed out down to ten, crossed out down to five, and just a note to your, just a note to the listeners. I did have to change these around just a little bit, like minor changes, to fit them in with kind of the theme of the show. So I, I hope you're okay with that. If you're not, let me know, and I can work with it to make it a little more what your vision for it was. But I'm hoping I didn't change anything too much. Appreciate you sending in your items.
3: Man, these are so cool.
5: Mm -hmm.
2: I want all of them. (laughs) (laughs) The Portobello, Portobell. That's funny.
3: Uh... Oh, I wanted to answer the Gutenberg thing. Uh, Do you guys know who Johannes Gutenberg is? Yes. I guess not. Yeah. Oh, well, for anybody who doesn't know who Johannes Gutenberg is, he's one of the um, first inventors of the printing press. And stuff like that. I don't know the full story behind it, but I think that's that was the joke. There is that we go. It was that's
0: that's that's where I knew the name from. I wasn't thinking. I feel so stupid now.
3: <laughs> Do you want to re- redo like, the? I know Intel the name something? Gutenberg. Yeah. Well, AJ pronounced his name wrong, so it's Johannes. <laughs> I'm sorry. My bad.
0: Yeah. Okay. Wow, AJ, get an English degree. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> German, uh, I mean.
4: I feel like it's more
2: Austrian (laughs) Jeez So
1: these items
2: Yeah I think I know what I want
1: Okay. I think the party as
2: a whole should get the portobello Yeah Portobello
1: So well let's see So if Nate gets the Good bird and we get the Net of Mending how many more Odes do we have left Did Nate want to do that I
4: guess we should just say it this way. Jasper looks over at the book, walks over back to Aegon, takes his own back and says, <laughs> I think I will need another loan. <laughs> and <then goes> back <laughs> and buys it.
0: That's so good. That's May- so good. So Jasper buys the Gutenberg. So,
1: so did we have ten altogether? Ten nodes? Two uh, for each?
0: Depending on who... Well, Plus was, whatever was you guys wanted. didn't spend last time.
2: I'll say, I, I, I'll give up a ode. Say so I'll put my
1: two in for the portal bell. Yeah,
2: Gunnar wants to buy the net of mending.
3: Well, so I was gonna put in an O towards the towards the portobello. Um, do you? How many is that total, Janelle? Do you so have? That enough, would be or? four. Okay, then I think Fio would would put two towards that because he has three. And I'm putting I think... in
1: my two. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So that.
3: Yeah. Two. So
1: that's the five. So we bought the... Okay, so you put in two. Daniel has put in one. I put in my two. So that's five for that. So then you have one left, and Joel has one left. From? I have Or how many do you have, Joel? I have two. You have two. Okay.
2: So at this point, I feel like, I guess Gunner, Gunner, Fio, and Bez are all standing over the bargain bin. And Gunner's like, well I, I really like this net um and i really like these mushrooms i, I think the uh, i think some mushrooms could be useful for anyone so you want to you, you want to split it i'll i'll give you vanode and i'll take the net and promise to use it on one of you if you get hurt uh, <coughs> Fez. and yeah um, that's
1: why i wasn't going to buy it because i figured it probably wouldn't be that useful for me to be the one to have it if i'm <laughs> unconscious um. But yeah, no, I think the 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 mushrooms are also a great idea. So I'll just put my two in for that.
5: I feel I I've got actually you know I I saved one from last time so I've actually I've, I'll I'll put two towards that. That's, that's super useful. I don't really know how that works, but that I mean sounds like it ought to be a, a thing. Especially that, like, now
1: that we're going to have a home.
5: Oh yeah. Uh. I mean. I, I mean, if it's a home, I I don't know, but. Uh, but but I actually uh, I, I got one left I I actually was looking at that pet rock uh, that's really neat
1: <laughs> it's so it's too perfect I love Theo having the pet rock I want to see him feed it pebbles I really do
4: what I'm really hoping for is someone has one hit points, takes you know one damage you throw the rock knocking them unconscious then it brings them back to life
0: so they stand up pissed at you as you
2: basically <laughs> just them. That's hilarious.
0: Well, remember, they have to have at least one hit point.
2: Right, right, right. Man. Okay, so I, I feel like at, at this point, we pick up our stuff and we just kind of take it to the counter. And I, I'm like, I will take this net, and we want these mushrooms, and this man, pointing to Fio wants <laughs> some pet rocks. Well, uh, just, just the one. Just Just the one.
0: Oh, I see. Once again, you're treating my shop like a thrift store. (laughs) Hmm. It's almost like you don't have money or you're not willing to make a bargain with me.
4: I would like to buy this grimoire for one ode.
0: Oh, my. (gasps)
4: It's already in the bargain bin. Might be a while before you find a participant.
0: And it's two odes, not one. Well, that's a bargaining with you. (laughs) No, that's not what I mean. Do you want to sell a part of your soul, perhaps?
4: I wish I could.
0: Come on, it's it's one hit point for one ode.
4: Well, actually, I already am low on hit points. At this point, I wouldn't threshold me, so I should just give up more hit points. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> because I'm already going to get one shot at no matter what. Oh, no. I can give up, wait, how many hit points? I can give up, uh, I could say like 10. Remember, no. massive,
0: massive damage will kill you instantly, Nate. I believe in my level one
4: capabilities.
2: (laughs) Nay, no.
3: (laughs) I mean, it's your life, dude, but wow, 10 out of 20, that's a lot. 21, it put me at 11. Oh, sorry, my bad, 21.
4: I live life by the luck dice. Lady luck.
2: So, I think... I don't know how this is going to play out because of the way we've set this up, but Gunner is going to wander over to Toby the Magic Trucker's corner. <laughs> uh, hello there, uh, fellow person. H- how-, how are you today? Oh, hey there. I didn't see you. <laughs> Just uh, having a good old-fashioned Toby shake. A-, a-, a Toby shake? Well, you see how it works is... Uh... <laughs> I use the good graces the gods give me, and that's uh, my extra toasty thigh. Take a take a candy bar that I've let sit in there for a while. Pour it in this cup, all nice and liquefied, but the consistency's wrong, you see. So what I do is I go on back. You know the uh, the, the shopkeep does let us have a soda fountain in the back. So I take a little bit of mountain mist and I swirl around in there. Consistency perfect, sparkling milkshake delicious <laughs>
0: oh god two of throws <laughs> up in the
2: corner <laughs> how does this have anything to do with, with the transa- transaction it doesn't how can I can help you uh, yeah I, I was wanting to get a um, <clears throat> I was wanting to get a spell rot tattoo of the first level spell shield I don't, I don't even know how I know what that is but I'd like it please and Daniel, you
0: want to tell the audience what a spell rot tattoo does?
2: Yeah, sure. A spell rot tattoo.
0: And it, it's rot. Uh, W-R-O-U-G-H-T, as in like wrought iron, not as in like rot, like yeah. R-O-T.
2: Yeah, gunner would never approach it if it was the other rot. No, it's um, made of spells. Um, <clears throat> so, spell rot tattoo. Uh, this magic tattoo contains a single spell of up to fifth level rot on your skin with magical ink. Once the tattoo is there, you can cast you can cast its spell requiring no material components. The tattoo glows faintly... gosh the, t- the tattoo glows faintly while you cast a spell and for the spell's duration. Once the spell ends, the tattoo vanishes from your skin. You may select any spell to be stored in the tattoo. The level of the spell in the tattoo determines a spell's saving throw DC. Uh, But in this particular case, that is irrelevant because shield does not have a spell uh, uh, save DC.
0: And it is a one-time thing.
2: Yes, it is.
0: Yes. And it's a little more expensive than a spell scroll, but that's because it is very easily hidden and you don't actually have to have it physically held in your hand to use it. Whereas with a spell scroll, you would actually have to. Physically pull it out and prepare yourself.
2: Yeah. And with Gunner in his case, since he's normally holding two swords, spell scrolls aren't gonna cut it, so he's gonna risk it all and um have good old Toby inject his ink into his arm. So I think after Gunner says this, Toby Toby's eyes light up and he turns his hat. Backwards, His oh trucker hat, which of course says, sexy is my magic. <laughs> says, well, well, we got a live one here. All right, just sit down in this chair. And Gunnar doesn't even, like, Gunnar doesn't even know how he gets there, but he teleports into this, like, basically it's like a dentist chair that's been, like, parts of it has been replaced with what Gunnar can only assume is, like, an old couch. And um, <laughs> so Toby gets out, like, a crayon, to draw where he's going to put the tattoo. He's like, so you want to hear? You want to hear? Uh, th- that's a little close to the inner part of my thigh. Can can we do, like, the the, the I don't know, like like the back of my neck? Like, so nobody can see it? Alright. Huh? Give him a trap stamp! Yeah, trap. tramp stamp. It's <laughs> oh, a great idea! Yeah, he's put it- No, no, no! I-, I don't want it there, please! Just put it on my back, where so no one can see it. Hey, fine. I mean, if you're not going to be cool, it's fine. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, what does Toby know? He's just a magical fucking truck driver. But, yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, gu- uh, yeah so basically, Gunner, Gunner gets the, um, gets, he, so basically, Toby, tattoo. yeah, Gunner gets a tattoo, and it looks like a stereotypical knight's shield. Say, so, nice. Thank you, sir. Yeah, no problem. Come on back and tell him you talked to Toby. <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. All right, so quick, does anybody else have anything else they want to buy?
3: Yeah, Fio uh, wants to go grab a potion of healing from Foreo's corner.
0: Okay, so Fio walks over to the corner of the shop and the, the sopping wet cloak rises into the air and you can see the four moray eels moving around under the under the hood, and you can see something moving under the rope from what you assume is the octopus moving (laughs) around. Oh, God. And the four eels say in a somewhat harmonious tone, but also disjointed, like not quite at the same time. Well, hello, Theo. Have you come to buy more of my potions?
3: (laughs) Oh, God. What have I done? Uh, Theo responds timidly.
5: Uh... Yeah, I, I just wanted to get a a, a potion of healing, just the, the standard one right there, the, the 50 gold one. Oh, that, that one is very,
0: very good. It tastes delicious. Yes. <laughs> 50 gold pieces. And you see the octopus tentacles wiggle out of its sleeve. And they're oh like boy. constantly
3: wop, 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 as it like reaches towards you. <laughs> oh, God. He just like tosses the bag doesn't want him to touch him at all. He's so t- he's terrified of this thing.
0: Thank you for your patronage.
5: Uh, yep, no problem. Um, talk to you later for you. The, bo-
0: the potion bottle he hands you is covered with mucus. Oh, oh, uh,
3: oh, great. Oh boy. Bye. <laughs> he just like tries not to gag and walks out.
2: All right, is everyone else done? I think it's just Aegon at this point,
0: right? Mm-hmm.
5: I
3: don't want anything.
0: Alrighty, with your shopping concluded. You're all getting ready. Fio's trying to wipe the mucus off with his shirt before he puts it in his pack. You guys are admiring all your new magical items. And the shopkeep says, "Very well, Fare thee well, cheapskates. <laughs> <laughs> See you in a week. And you don't even have time to register it before you hear the door of the shop slam behind you and you realize you are standing back in... The alleyway without ever having walked out the door <laughs> oh my goodness and once again you almost feel like it was a dream but for Theo's mucus coated shirt <laughs>
2: <laughs> I, I, I think Gunner has a little bit of like carbonated chocolate shake on the back of his leg oh, <laughs> oh <my laughs> yeah, God. Toby was Toby was drinking it while giving you the tattoo. <laughs> most most likely. It hoots too. All
0: right. So you guys walk out of the alleyway and you can see Laszlo leading the horses and the cart down the street with Fergus sitting next to him. And he waves you down and you guys walk up to the wagon, jump in, the rest of you get on the horses and you set out on the next leg of your adventure and Magic Shop are from Tabletop Audio at tabletopaudio.com. Licensed under Creative Commons Attribution Non-Commercial No Derivatives 4.0. creativecommons.org slash licenses slash by-nc-nd slash 4.0.